It's bold. It's real. It may even make you blush. But one thing is certain, it will definitely inspire you to push your limits and accelerate your business growth. You're listening to another episode of Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru, and here's your host, Elle Wilson. Hello everyone, it's Elle Wilson here, so great to be with you. I did promise you actually not um, too long ago that I was going to ask Toby. Hi Toby. Elle, how are you? Great, he's our special guest today and uh, I was going to ask him about this uh, question that someone put in beauty and business about uh, their business being up one week, down the other, and they were thinking, oh, do I have to close my doors? And uh, it really sort of, when I, when, I, when I read that, I, I mean, we all know that businesses a business comes in waves, you know, life comes in waves, Toby. And uh, one of the things that I, I wanted to to address was if we were looking at our business uh, from an emotional or feeling perspective at times, you know, we feel very high when we're really busy and then when we're not so busy we can feel a bit lost and a bit low and a bit sort of disempowered. And But... I mean, I guess that's one ineffective way of looking at our business. I want you to talk about a very empowered way that would solve this problem of, you know, kind of looking at our business through our emotional um, mind, you know, emotional bodies and our feeling bodies and look at it from the perspective of numbers because I think if we're not doing that, we're not really getting a clear perspective and that's where feelings and emotions come in. Can be, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, one that standard business practice uh, would be to run monthly profit and loss um, reports and statements, so we get an idea of over a month's period what's where is the business at and what's happening with it. Uh, and it's very difficult to do that if you you don't specifically. Uh, get those figures and run that report. It's very difficult to just have a intuitive feeling um, with it, uh, being in the middle of a business with all of your daily experiences and you're working hard and someone would maybe booking in clients and then they've got less clients the next week and uh, and so on. Um, our our subjective experience of that can be quite removed from. The reality of where the business is actually at. So that would be the first thing. When you're talking about um, uh, numbers, you you would want to look at that. You would want to look at how has how has the entire business performed over that given period, and it can give quite a balanced sort of perspective. So then, if we've got one week that's really busy and another one that's really quiet and it's sort of a little bit all over the place, at least you've got a period of a snapshot. And then you might look at that every quarter, which most businesses would be looking at it every quarter because um, uh, depending on the country that they're in, because they would have uh, uh, reporting obligations to the the, um, the tax office and so on. So I love that. And I, and I think especially for a lot, and a lot of bigger businesses would probably be into that, where you would hope anyway, that they'd be doing their numbers and they would be evaluating because, you know, they've obviously got expenses, higher expenses. Some of the smaller companies maybe or businesses may not be doing that. And I think it would be, from what I'm hearing you say, it would be a very good habit to actually even meet with your accountant 
if necessary, every six weeks and sit down or would, however, you know, whatever that, I, I would say, what would you say? What would be a time frame that you would say would it be? Well, even, even just even just have the report sent to you. and It doesn't even have to be necessarily from, from the accountant. It could just be from the bookkeeper. It could be automated right. in the bookkeeping software. It could be, um, yeah, and you don't need to necessarily um, just for that. You don't need to have a whole lot of financial understanding and, I mean, there's a lot of, depth of reading that can come from a balance sheet and a profit and loss and financial ratios and looking at all aspects of the business. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about... A snapshot. Yeah, just just a simple snapshot of, of what was my revenue for the past month? What was it? You know, just to know that figure and then, well, how much of that was profit? Okay, well, so... You know, what is that? You know, just just to be able to see that and just gain awareness of it um, is is very objective. It's very. It's something that's very outside of. It's not influenced by emotion. It's something that it is what it is. You took in this much money. It's not. It's not a conclusion that's drawn based on um, a, uh, an internal difficulty that we're having with the business. So it's just one step of clarity. So I guess what... There's many steps of clarity, but that's just one step of clarity. And I guess what I what I was, what I mentioned before is for some people where um, figures, you know, it's not their thing. I mean, I remember I used to sit with my bookkeeper. She would come every month and she would take me through it, you know, and and, and I love that because I need that. I need that people. I'm not good with looking at it on a screen and a computer. I love that. And it kept me very accountable. Like she would tell me, you know, this is what happened. This is what, this is where you're at. This is what you need to do. And so I, I also, she was almost in a way a little bit of an advisor to me. And I did it on purpose because numbers is really not what I'm interested in. I don't, I'm very, sure. you know, I'm, I'm into case. different things. Yeah, a lot of people, that's the case for So really would, you, would you recommend that it would be a, a good habit, you know, or a procedure to put in where you actually do sit with the bookkeeper for, you know, a half hour, go and have a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, even have lunch and say, okay, show me what's actually really going on. Because, you know, it could be, you know, I remember I used to think to myself sometimes when I was in my salon and I would have days in the beginning where I possibly had, you know, time off. Like it wasn't as busy as I wanted it to be because, you know, when we're in business, of course, we wanted to be busy all the time. And and I started to really have gratitude for those downtimes because I'd rest a little bit. I'd, I'd, I'd do things that I couldn't do. You know, I didn't I, – it, it's almost like an energetic – it's like an energy inside of us where we want to go, 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 go. And I became very aware of it and I thought, well, hang on a minute, you know, who's to say that I have to be in that go, go, go space all the time? I was still making incredible money. My expenses were really um, reasonable and I was doing really, really well. And so I embraced those down times. And then before I knew what, they were filling up pretty fast, you know, like I – I built a very strong business within 12 months of starting almost from scratch. But, but be, you know, prior to that, while that was happening, it was an opportunity for me to see those spots, those empty spots, that they, you know, to stop being afraid that they were empty and utilising that time, bringing a mindfulness to that instead of that revved up energy that's telling me that something was wrong. And then when I would look at the figures, I think, well, nothing's wrong at all. In fact, it's a beautiful time for me to go and have a cup of tea or to just And there may be something wrong as well. There is that side of it too. And your figures are going to tell you that, though, aren't they? 
Yeah, but I mean, I just want to come back and address this idea of someone not being good at numbers, and 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 just to just to make a a, um, a clear point about that, because there's different levels of being able to look at figures and understand different things. Um, um, so let's just start at a very simple level. Um, how many people um, that you know, or how many people that are listening? Um, would be able to understand that my business turned over $30,000 last month. I think everyone. You don't need to be good at numbers for that, right? No, no. Um, the month before, I did 24000 right? Um, which one seems to be better at face value? 30. Yeah, maybe the 30, right? I don't need to be a numbers person for that. I yeah. know that, right? Mm-hmm. In, the, in the month that I did the 30000 um, the wages that I paid in order to get that were X, however much they were, right? Um, that's not hard to understand. You don't need to be good at mathematics to understand how much you spent on wages in that month that you earned the 30000 You don't need to uh, – it's not too too difficult to say overall across the board just in a big bucket, here's, what the, here's the totality of my expenses for that month. You know, that's what it is. You don't, you don't need to be good at numbers. You may need to be good at numbers to come to those figures. So I'm not suggesting that people that don't like numbers should sit and try and struggle with bookkeeping software and try and get no, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying with, with regard to having a report uh, generated so you can at least glance at it, and we're just talking the minimum, minimum level of awareness here, so you can look and say, oh, wow, last month I sp- my total expenses for the business were, were this and the total revenue that my business brought in was this. That is something that no one has got an excuse not to do. Well, but um, hang on just one sec here. I agree. But what that means too is where – because we're talking to all different levels of business owners here. We're talking to the girls that are just starting, you know, sure. that have no idea – and, you know, why should they? They're beauty professionals. They're stepping into a brand new uh, part of their life, which is, you know, their career, which is business owner, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they may not know. Uh, and then we're talking, of course, at the, you know, um, we're talking to the experienced business owner who, of course, would have their bookkeepers, accountants and all the rest oh, of it, hopefully. You, you so, may be surprised. We could, you, yeah, yeah, some very uh, long-standing business owners that, have um, um, even multiple locations um, don't necessarily have all of that. Well, we're hoping, actually, that they do. I guess that's what I'm saying. So if they don't, I guess after this podcast, we hope that they will will definitely do that because the the pressure of business when we don't have a clear snapshot is insane. (laughs) That, That turns into stress, doesn't it? That's for sure. Yeah, it does. But I just want to clarify here that that I'm I'm not referring to the ability to get all of that information and the data. data together. Mm-hmm. That I'm, I'm not saying that that's easy to do. I'm saying if you have a page in front of you if that's just got three numbers on it, it's got the amount of money that your, your business bought in over, let's say, a month's period, and we're calling that revenue, and then you've got your total expenses. We're not even breaking variable costs to fixed costs or anything like that. We've just got the total expenses. And then we've got what the remaining profit was. There isn't anyone, whether 
no one needs financial training to understand. No, but I think um, what you said, you know, I agree, I agree. So now, but, now we're dealing with the topic of, okay, how do we go about getting that information? Yes. And that we can talk about separately. But first, um, uh, it just needs to be clear that it doesn't matter what someone's fear of numbers is, there's no barrier to being able to do that. And that's really freeing. That's really... Um, it's clear to know that. I think that's wonderful. And I think that in answer to the question about business going being up and down, rather than looking at it week to week, what's important is to actually look at it over a, um, a certain amount of weeks. And then you really start. It could be every month. It could be, you know, what would you suggest, actually, Toby, for a salon owner? How often should they be looking at their profit and loss? Well, I mean, it depends on the state of the business and it depends on the aptitude of of the the business owner you can you can manage cash flow daily you can you can do daily cash flow forecasting um when you're running your business and there's value to that um um, um i don't think that that there's not but if we're talking about someone who's not a numbers person who's got no idea their business is kind of they don't have anything in place start off monthly that's just a good place to start let's just start monthly. that's fantastic and the, make that a habit like that is not something that you get too busy to do yeah like that is absolutely something that you do and what that will do would be alleviate that emotional reaction to what's happening in your business week to week, day to day, because you can depend on that monthly report and what's going to happen in a month. Like in a month's time, even if things are going really bad, you know, you're, in a month you're going to know. So you're always leaning into that and that clarity that's going to come. And if, if you want to do it every fortnight, do it every fortnight. If, if things are feeling like they're not going very well, at least you're giving yourself, um, you're taking yourself out of that emotional um issue you know problem of of not really knowing you've got no clarity you've got no nothing real to base your your feelings on actually in fact and uh, and and you're reacting to your business rather than responding to it because if you see that that month wasn't a great month you respond to that and you, you begin to take the action that is necessary to make the next month a better month correct yeah but if you're reacting that's when we get emotional we're reacting to our businesses rather than responding and i think that the reporting is a huge help in in that first step of gaining that real true clarity for our businesses yeah and so then once we've got that in place it makes it much easier to take a second step so so we've got that first step in place um and a second step could be to split the expenses um, um, in in some way. We could look at the um, um, uh, uh, revenue to rent ratio, for example. We could look at the um, uh, 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 wages to revenue ratio, and we can start to look at those things. We can look at the the percentage of products that brought in revenue compared to the percentage of services. We could split it that way. But it can um, – and there's lots of different ways to sort of look at it so you can start to make decisions on how you can effectively grow your business from that perspective because there's many different ways to grow a business depending on which area and which way we're, we're sort of looking at it. But as a first step, um, just keep it simple and um, – yeah, once a month. Habits, good habits, good and it's, habits. And it's just not enough um, to look at um, revenue, to look at what's come in. And that can be a tendency um, 
in business to sort of look at everything that's come in and then think, uh, okay, this is what I made. And that and that's it. You have to look at expenses. <laughs> so we, we are talking about profit and loss. That's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and having a bookkeeper, yeah. I, I recommend that, that business owners have a bookkeeper account. And I think it's great to have people that, um, especially when you're working as a sole trader, it's great to actually have people outside of your business that can give you just um, a heads up and someone to talk to, even to get some guidance from. And again, you want to pick a good bookkeeper. You want to keep, you know, books, you know, you want to actually pick someone that um, is going to be of value. Get the reviews, ask people, find out who their other clients are. Don't just think, oh, yeah, someone's great because they're a bookkeeper. Do you think every beauty professional is great just because they've done a beauty therapy course? You know, ask to get a list of their clients, past clients, current clients, and make some phone calls. You know, make some phone calls, talk to their past clients who are no longer with them and ask for past clients, not just current clients, and make three, four, five, six calls and say, what was your experience? How did she help or he help your business? What, you know, what was your experience with this bookkeeper, this person, and accountants too? I mean, I think you should do that with every everyone. Uh, and we do that with in our business, you know, when we're, when we're choosing people to work with. So I think it's very, very important. Do that. Don't just go into your feeling body and go, oh, I like her. She's lovely. She's so, her energy's so good. I get along with her really well or him. Do your homework. Do your homework before you pick someone that is going to be giving you advice on your financial advice on your business, even a tiny little bit of guidance, doing your profit and loss all of those things really, really important to be courageous enough and intelligent enough, wise enough to say, okay, past clients, three past clients, three current, please, and then do you agree, Toby? Absolutely. What, what comes to mind is um, imagine if we had a 12-month journey ahead of us and our journey is on the ocean and we're, we're in a boat and we've got 12 months, we've got a destination that we're going toward. Um, you can't just look at and be consumed by um, the wave that you're on top of that's about to crash and you're about to fall down off this wave and you have to... Um, uh, you obviously can't ignore that, but you have to look over a month's period. You could have had really heavy waves and you've just been crashed around, but have you made progress toward that destination? That's important to see. Have, have you travelled forward on the ocean a kilometre or two or three or four or how, how far have, have you actually travelled? And if you don't have any gauge, any measurement with which to actually uh, assess that, you will just have this personal, subjective, you'd be just going by your own judgement as to how choppy the water was and how big the waves were crashing. You don't actually see. It's very hard to get that perspective of, how far have I actually gone on this journey toward my goal? And you do and it's need. a similar thing in business yeah. when we have up up weeks and down weeks yes. and different seasons and different times and um, um, there's always that flow. And the only thing that can give us a perspective outside of that that flow is, one, knowing what our goals are and, two, having some type of measurement so we can see how, 
am I getting closer to that goal or am I getting further away? Sometimes it's a real surprise, really. Numbers can really surprise you when you have a feeling that, you know, that you've got a feeling, one feeling inside of you and then the number, you, you're pleasantly surprised. I mean, it can go the other way too, but regardless, you've got to know. And picking that person that's going to help you on this journey, you know, getting over the, going to, from, you know, Australia to Los Angeles on a ship, for example, picking the person that is going to get you there um, and help you, hold your hand in a way, is a big, big thing, you know, who you can yeah, choose you to do you that. Don't, you, don't, um, you don't succeed in business in a day. You don't do it in a week. It's, it's, a, uh, it's, a longer, it's a longer journey than that. It's almost like it reminds me of weight loss and weight gain. You don't, your, your, your weight is not determined by a meal that you eat. Like one meal that you eat isn't what determines your really weight gain. No and one loss. told me that. Wow, you know, that's... <laughs> it's what do you do? It's like exercise. Long term. You don't get fit by driving down and going to the gym. You you get fit by what you do over a two month, three month, four month, you five, just, six you're month just period. Killing my world here, Toby. What do you mean? Like if I go to the gym like once, do I you wanted to go once? Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you but know, it's the same thing with the ups and downs. I, I agree, and, I agree. and it's just so important to see because, particularly um, us as as business owners, it's it can be a very um, sort of a lonely a lonely journey um, because we're. Where in our business we have we have um, teams, perhaps we don't have teams for some, um, and and we're going along. And if we don't have a business partner or someone else that's involved in our business with us, um, it can be quite. We're just washed up and down on the waves, up and down, up and down. And and if we don't have mechanisms to sort of get an objective view. And we're just stuck with our own subjective view. And, and I think that I agree. And I think that one of the things I want to bring up the power shift again in that, because I think that if we're, you know, one of the biggest uh, habits and bad habits that we have is trusting our emotions and our feelings. And we have to get out of that. And if we really want to effectively grow business, our businesses, and it's the hardest thing. Because it is an addiction. We're addicted to our emotions and our feelings. And women more so than men because... We have them so close to the surface, you know, we're so, we feel so much more in the majority of cases and, uh, and therefore we tend to, because it's so prevalent, they're so prevalent, we tend to trust that which is more prevalent rather than learning how to ground ourselves in reality, what's real, what's authentic and learning how to withdraw our power from the emotions and and our emotions and our feelings. And, you know, people would say, you know, emotions, feelings, what's the difference? That's another podcast. But I, that's where I think the, the power shift is really, really good for anyone that actually wants to do that because you have to do that to, to do those ups and downs, you know, those waves that go up and down. Um, it's helpful. It's helpful to know the difference when you're responding and when you're reacting to your business. Yeah, it's almost like um, there's a – it. It closes off a time period. So if we're working away in a, 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 a particular month, it closes off the time period when we're we're working hard and hard and hard, and then there's the time to reset, to assess and see the result. So if every month we've got this external report that shines back at us, that's why in team building it's so important to to have have feedback sessions and have have that type of thing, um, uh, particularly within a salon. Um, but each time, if we don't have that every month, 
we're sort of walking forward and we're running, 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 and it's been four weeks, five weeks, six, seven weeks, eight weeks. Am I getting any closer? Am I just like on a hamster wheel where I'm just going to run and run and I'm going around in circles? I don't know. And having that benchmark, so at the start of May, we're actually like, okay, here, I'm, you know, here's my goal. And then I'm just working, working, working. I don't need to worry at that point about whether the business is working or not because I'm in a doing mode. I just want to do, 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 do to get everything done. And at the end, I can look back and say, okay, um, now I'm um, in the next month at the, at the beginning of June and I can see, okay, how do we do? And then, okay, let's set the next month. And then you go sprinting again and you're running and running and running to do it. Whereas if you, you don't, don't have, have to run benchmarks. Just, just wanted to say. No, you have to sprint. Oh, sprint. <laughs> I'm, I'm already getting tired. I'm yeah, sprinting. Yeah, yeah. But I get what you're saying and I, and, I, and, and I agree. If you don't have those set, you just have no idea. But otherwise, you're running for eight months. You don't know. You've got nothing to look forward to. There's no, there's no closing off for it. It, it reminds me of, uh, I think I may have mentioned before in a previous podcast, the book Influencer mm-hmm. and, and a huge study that was done um, on uh, weight loss, in fact. And they looked at the three core behaviours. They took over 6,000 people who um, were, were studied and looked at all of those, I'm trying to remember, who, who, who had effectively lost weight. And their definition of effective weight loss is that someone had lost a considerable amount and kept it off for a minimum of six years. So if you think about that, if they've lost weight and then they've kept it off for four years and then gained it back, that was considered a failure in this study. So it's a pretty good, it's a pretty impressive thing to sort of keep it off for six years. It's a long time. It's a good definition of success in that realm. And there were three critical behaviours, but one of them that everyone in the successful group did was that they weighed themselves every single day. And this is similar to the idea that we're talking about now because the person who's getting immediate feedback from something, an objective source, that is outside their own personal judgment, yes, opinion. I love that. Completely removes opinion. Mm-hmm. It's how much do I actually weigh today? Mm-hmm. How much do I actually weigh? How much do I weigh the next day? So that feedback mechanism removes all of the emotional side because you've just got a fact that's staring back at you. And 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 basic financial reporting, um, like like having just a every month, just looking at a profit and loss statement, perhaps a balance sheet. Um, without any sophisticated interpretation of it. Um, it's just the beginning of standing on the scales and weighing yourself and saying, oh, there's the facts. There's the facts. It may not be all of the facts, but it's some of them. It's the financial facts. Um, and there's many different ways you can do that, but having that dashboard feedback mechanism is just a, is just a, great, a great beginning point, a great starting point. And I think it's the end of, um, of a bad habit of not, not doing that. And, and again, you know, it, 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 again, it's just, you know, so often we, we put ourselves in a position where we're, we're reacting because we're just not taking the right steps. So I hope after this, if anyone isn't doing it, that they really – they really think very, very long and hard. Or actually, don't even think long and hard. Just do it. If you if you hear this podcast and you think, you know what, this is this is sounding so true, and I need to do it more. I need to do it more effectively, or I need to start doing it. Just get to it. Just get to it. Create dates. Set your deadlines. Make sure that you've got your you know your goals. Make it a policy, a procedure, whatever you want to call it. Just do it every single month, 
and um, and you will surprise yourself how much it will release that mental mental friction that uh, emotions cause uh, us, and they disturb our hormones, they disturb our mental health, and you do not need that when you're in business. You don't need that to be happening when you're in business, when you're doing these simple, simple things that we're going to go through. Toby, thank you so much for giving us your time today. I know how um, how valuable it is and how much you, you have to do every single day because I give you heaps of things all the time, don't I, really? Let's not go there. It's okay. <laughs> Everyone's time is valuable. I'd like to thank every single person listening because your time is just as valuable as mine. That's so sweet. It's true and sweet. Love it. Thank you, Toby. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time to enjoy this time with us and uh, we hope that we're being of value to you as you are to us just uh, being in our community and we're all connected and we're all sharing in this loveliness and in this clarity have a wonderful wonderful day thanks toby thank you everyone thanks Al.